Hey everyone, it's Cadence. Welcome back to the Life on Point podcast. Today we are going to be discussing relationships and not just relationships in a romantic sense, but it has been a major theme in my life looking at all the different relationships that I have, whether that's with my significant other, with my family, or with my friends. And I feel as athletes, Our relationships are much more difficult to manage than the everyday person because there's so many different aspects of our life that we are having to juggle. And so I wanted to just kind of have a conversation about my opinions on relationships in all different aspects. Again, as I mentioned, romantic, friendship, and family. Um, And... I don't know if I necessarily want to give advice. I'm sure I will kind of touch on certain things from what I've learned through different relationships throughout my life. But before we get into the topic, I want to give my pointer for the week. And my pointer for this week is to stop looking at life on such a grand scale. I feel like a lot of the time we look at the bigger picture all the time and that's very very overwhelming and I found it's very helpful to just take each day as it comes and not worry about what the next month is going to look like and that can be very challenging because I think it's important to have goals and aspirations and where you want to see your future but this can be so overwhelming and it overwhelms us so much to the point where we end up doing nothing because of how anxious we get about what we need to be doing right now to make our future goals happen and it can even help just to look at it on a week by week basis what can I do this week to be better and get closer to my goals not what do I need to do this month to get closer to my goals as much as I love making monthly goals it hasn't really helped to look at it on a big scale it really only helps me improve if I look at it on a day-by-day basis and just knowing I'm going to have good days and bad days but thinking to myself when I wake up in the morning what can I do today to get closer to who I want to be and that also goes with being present because if you're constantly thinking about what your life is going to look like you're never living what your life is right now that has been a major thing for me to focus on lately especially going through a bit of a tougher time definitely not the lowest point in my life right now but just uh, I'm juggling a lot right now and it's hard to stay present in those moments because you kind of just want to get it done and over with but you kind of have to just live in the storm for a bit for it to pass so that's kind of what I've been focusing on this week And I wanted to share that with you guys. My three favorites for the week. My first favorite of the week has been podcasts. I have been driving a lot. So I find podcasts are the only thing that make the time pass by a lot faster. So I've really been enjoying listening to her podcast. It's lighthearted. It's not huge topics or anything like that. And that can just be nice to kind of escape for a little bit. Second favorite of the week has been the Cliff Builders Bars. They're these protein bars, um, the brand Cliff, 
and we got a big pack of them from Costco and I'm absolutely obsessed with the chocolate peanut butter one. It is so good and it has 20 grams of protein which is really really good and they taste so good and it's a good snack to have at dance so I've really really been enjoying those. Okay, and then my last favorite for the week, I know this is very similar to my last one that I said last week, which was lip balm, but I finally invested in some Aquaphor, and it has been a game changer. My lips feel like heaven. I don't, I don't even know how to describe to you guys. If you have not tried Aquaphor and you have really tried lips, I promise this is going to change your life. I'm on Accutane, as I mentioned in the previous episode, and so Aquaphor has been helping so much because not only can I use it on my lips, I'm also able to put it on really, really dry spots on my face because if you don't know, Accutane pretty much dries up your whole entire body, so I have just been loving Aquaphor. I couldn't, I couldn't praise it enough, honestly. Okay, let's get into the topic of today's episode. I hope that this is not all over the place. I'm going to try to not make this episode be all over the place. But again, I'm doing what I did last week, which was a less structured episode. And I find that if I don't strictly plan out the episodes, I can freely talk to you guys more. And I'm also just more open because I'm not like following a strict plan or anything. I obviously have things written down that I want to touch on. So let's just get right into it. Let's start talking about romantic relationships to start off this topic. How do we even date as dancers? Where do we meet people? A lot of the time growing up as a teenager, a lot of us are going to ballet schools and smaller schools don't have a lot of boys. You guys know if you went to a ballet school, if you go to a ballet school, what that's like. And for me, my experience, I was in a ballet school for grade 8 and grade 9, and I was not around guys at all, other than my gay best friend. So I had no idea how to talk to guys. Talking to boys made me so incredibly nervous. And for grade 10, I went to an athletic school, so I was dancing there. And then they also have other athletes there who do hockey or basketball, really any sport that you can think of. So then going from being in this environment of only girls having really, really close friends to a huge school with a bunch of guys was absolutely terrifying. And I actually had no idea how to act. Um, And I think that this is something that's very common for girls who don't grow up around a lot of other guys or I shouldn't say necessarily grow up, but when you start to go through puberty and you start growing up as a teenager, when you're not around a lot of guys, it's very scary to know how to act around them. And you put guys on a pedestal because you haven't been in that environment before. So you feel like you have absolutely no experience. And, you know, when I remember when I finally would start to talk to guys here and there, I had absolutely no experience. And so, you know, they'd be asking like, oh, like, have you ever been in a relationship or this or that? And I was like, I actually don't know. Like, I would freak out talking to a guy. It was actually the most nerve wracking thing ever. And once I finally had my first relationship, obviously I got more comfortable and I kind of got over that fear And I was able to talk to them more openly. But even after that, after my first relationship ended and I was able to talk to other people and stuff, that was terrifying. And 
it's also like a matter of where do you even meet people I mean obviously now online dating is a huge thing but again you have to be over the age of 18 so if you're younger listening to this like I'm not going to recommend that you go on a dating app obviously but speaking to my audience who is above the age of 18 Dating apps can also be really, really challenging, and they're weird, and we all just have this perfect idea of meeting someone organically, which can be great, and that's awesome, but I feel like because all of us kind of grew up during COVID as well, we've learned how to make online connections, so that is, I guess, a little bit of a pro. I don't know, it's difficult for me because, like, to to touch on this, because I really only got close to my first boyfriend through talking online. I met him at school because I went to a regular high school for grade 11 and grade 12, but classes were still online because of COVID. So I really only became close to him through like FaceTime and everything like that. And then we didn't actually start dating until we were back in school in person but I really only knew him online first, which is very, very weird. Like, it's it's weird to take knowing someone just over the phone to making it an organic relationship. And I think there's pros and cons to it, but I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with this, to be quite honest. It's just like, how do we even meet people? And are we meeting people in the environments that are right for us and what I mean by that say you are looking for a partner and you go to the club and that's where you meet them is that really the like is that the person you want to be getting involved with is someone who's going clubbing every weekend not that that's a bad thing I'm not shaming anyone for that but as a dancer you're trying to live a very healthy lifestyle an active lifestyle And you need someone who also possesses those qualities. So you do have to think about where do I want to meet this person? Because obviously, like, you can run into people at coffee shops or the gym or, like I said, the club or different things like that. Um, But choose the environment that you think the person is going to possess the best qualities. I have never met someone really organically like that other than meeting someone through school. But again, like I said... I really just didn't, I like, I didn't talk to him in person at school. I literally knew he was in my class and that's how we started talking. So it's still, I still never really got comfortable approaching guys in person. And then, I mean, the other aspect that I want to touch on is finding time for dating. Dancers have a very busy, hectic schedule and I feel like our minds are already so occupied with what we're dealing with mentally and just fitting even just our own self-care into our day is already hard enough so it's like where are we finding the time to date and that's why I don't know my opinion on this is I feel that dancers don't necessarily have the time to be like dating around with a bunch of people like I think once you have a significant other you're able to find a way to make time for them and make them a priority. But I think it would be really, really difficult. Like, I cannot imagine with my schedule, I dance 1.30 to 7.30. I commute over an hour 
there and back. So for me, finding time, I can really only do that with someone who is willing to put up with my schedule. If I was trying to plan all these different dates with a bunch of different people, it wouldn't work. But that also doesn't go to say that you shouldn't go on dates with different people and experience things. The great thing that I love about dating is you learn what you like, what you don't like, what your expectations are. And with that, you're going to have bad experiences and you're also going to have really good experiences. But it's important to have both because... And this is funny that I'm talking about this now because I was having a conversation with my dad about this earlier. I was saying, I feel like if you never experienced a bad relationship, how would you really know how good your relationship is? And that's why I feel like a lot of people's first relationships, including my own, don't work out. I feel like I wouldn't know how good I have it in my current relationship if I didn't experience my last relationship. And that's not to say that my whole last relationship was like the shittiest experience of my life. Obviously, there was good moments or else I wouldn't have been there. But there was also a lot of things that I am now able to look back on and reflect on that I realize that was not okay and that I really should have raised my standards. But that's the thing about your first relationship is you don't really know what you want because you've never experienced anything. And for those of you still in your first ever relationship or those of you who married your first relationship, that's amazing and that's great. And I wish that we could all have that. But I'm glad that I was able to have a relationship where I could mess up and I could experience all these things and realize what I needed and what I wanted in a person because it then allowed me to grow as a person and then be able to build a healthier relationship with someone new. And that's why, I mean, I'll always be grateful for my first relationship because it taught me so, so much. And I wouldn't be the person I am if I had not gone through that experience. And I'm also very grateful that I'm able to look at it that way now because I remember when that relationship ended, it felt like my whole world was just crumbled and I was never going to be happy again. But And that's kind of how anyone really thinks in a breakup. Like, I was not happy that I was going through the breakup. But coming out of that was the best thing that I've ever gone through and really, really helped me grow. I think my biggest piece of advice for dancers when they are dating, because of how busy we are, you really need someone who is going to help you pursue your goals. You need someone who has qualities that you want in your own life because your significant other is such a big aspect in your life and a huge influence on your life you have to ask yourself why would I want someone influencing my life who doesn't possess qualities that I also want to possess and you just kind of have to evaluate for yourself like what do I want my partner to have What do I want my partner influencing me on? And whether you like it or not, you subconsciously become your partner in a sense. Like, you learn their habits. You learn their way of living. And you slowly will start to possess the same qualities. Not to a T, but anyone in your life is influencing you and because your significant other is literally your other half 
whatever they are doing, you start to do. That's why I would say, like, for me, it's been really helpful to be dating someone who is also an athlete because being an athlete is just a completely different mentality. And not only are you an athlete as, as a dancer, but you're also an artist. I think that dance is art and sport combined. And it's it's really, really challenging. So I found for me it's so, so much better to be dating someone who completely understands that aspect of my life because it's literally my whole life. That would be my biggest piece of advice is to find someone who understands dance and isn't going to tell you that dance isn't the most important thing. And because to you it is and you need someone who is also going to prioritize that and not tell you to change your goals or whatever and that's the thing too in high school honestly dating is not the most important thing and I've said this to people before um like people younger than me when I when I tell them my biggest piece of advice for surviving high school going through high school as a dancer just don't date anyone just don't like obviously I don't regret dating someone because as I just said like it helped me grow and everything but honestly I would just avoid dating in high school there's really really no point in focusing on boys there's not you have so much more to focus on and I'm sure that you could be doing better in your classes if you weren't talking to those guys so just just don't um and if you do just be smart about it try to be in a healthy relationship but it's so hard in high school because again like most people are experiencing their first relationship so it's like we don't really know what's good what's bad what's toxic what, like, we don't know what we need. We're learning as we go, and that's why your first relationship can be really, really challenging. All right, I want to move on, and I want to talk about friendships. And again, what qualities do you want your friends to possess? And when you're trying to make new friends as you get older, it gets so much more challenging. It's so funny. Yesterday, I was talking to one of my friends at dance. She's way younger than me, and we were both just saying, like, how do we even, how do you even meet friends especially as you get older like and I'm not in university I'm 19 so if I am not making friends at dance because there's not that many people my age I go to a very small studio where do I even find friends guys I'm this is actually a struggle for me and I don't have any advice on this because I don't even know how to make friends where to meet people and I've not always had the easiest time with friendships and with that, I have learned it is always quality over quantity. I think I always dreamed of having this big friend group because it can be a lot of fun. But honestly, I like my one best friend that I ha have had since grade nine. And even though we live so far apart, we maybe have seen each other twice this past year. She is the person I will always, always go to. She her and I just have such a special friendship. We have the kind of friendship where we're able to call each other out and not get mad at each other. Like, we're just very honest with each other. It's not a fake friendship. And I will always be grateful for having that kind of friendship, which makes me less mad about the fact that I don't really have a lot of friends here uh, where I currently live. Because the thing is, I have childhood best friends and things, but because I don't live there, like, we don't really talk a lot. My best friend, Mallory, is really the only long-distance friend that I talk to every single day and I think we both just really prioritize our friendship and that is why we are able to 
talk all the time and make time for each other. And even if we go a week where we're not talking on the phone or something like that, we will make sure to catch up. And we never like hold it against each other when we can't talk for longer periods of time. And I, I just love that. And if you can find just one friend who really makes you a better person and who you enjoy talking to and spending time with, I think that's more important than having a bunch of different friends. And that's something that can be also really confusing in high school because you want to have this friend group that you can party with and do lots of stuff with. But honestly, I think that can just be such a waste of time. My last year of high school, like grade 12, my last semester, I guess I should say, my boyfriend at the time, I met all of his friends and so then I kind of had a friend group and yes it was fun to go to parties and I guess be part of this friend group but I don't talk to any of them anymore you know we had good times memories good and bad (laughs) but they weren't friendships that impacted my life It, it was just kind of a time filling friend group and I look back and I'm mad at myself for even like focusing on that friend group as much as I did devoting as much time to it as I did you know with the group chat and everything I honestly just wanted to feel included in having a friend group in high school I really did not value it at all friendships just kind of come and go in high school and now I kind of really only have my long distance friends and I don't know how to make new friends right now currently I'm just in a point where I'm okay being alone because the thing for me is I would rather have really good friendships that influence my life in a positive way than just have friends that are filling my time. Okay, and then the last aspect of relationships that I want to touch on is family. I really want to emphasize how important it is to make time for your family above all other relationships. Family is not always going to be there, whether that's due to living far away or also in the most unfortunate circumstances, people passing away, because that is life. It's it's the cycle of life. I really realized this past summer I moved out for three weeks just to do a summer residence, and I was only away from my family for three weeks, and I realized how much... I really needed to spend more time with them because it's so weird like being on your own and going to bed not knowing your family is like in the next room. It's not like they're just a couple steps away from you and I don't think as teenagers we realize how important our family is and how much our parents specifically do for us and I think it could be so easy to push our family away especially When our parents are telling us what's right, what's wrong, and, you know, giving us all these rules to follow as teenagers. But that's what we need in our life. We literally do not know what we are doing. But it's very easy to push them away when we disagree with them. And I just really want to encourage you guys to specifically set aside time for family and building that relationship. Especially if you have siblings. Like for me, I have two younger siblings. And I realize how important it is for me to be in their lives and be an influence in their life. And if I don't make time for them, they're going to grow up not really knowing their older sister. And the more that I think about that, I think that would be really sad. And I want to have an impact on my sibling's life. And as I've gotten closer to debating moving out 
and not even debating because I literally can't right now, but I know that the day is going to come when I have to move out and I think because I had a taste of it this summer, I realized how much I really do need to spend more time with my family because they are so important to me and when times are tough, your family is really going to be the only other person other than yourself that is always going to be there for you. No matter what, no matter what bad things you do, your family is always going to be there at the end of the day to support you. And I think we forget about that too much just because of being around them every day. We forget how special it is to really have them in our lives. So that's kind of all I have to say about family. I mean, I just wanted to touch on that because it is another aspect to relationships. Yeah, that is all I have for you guys today. I don't really know what this episode was. It was kind of all over the place. I am not going to lie, but I hope it was interesting to listen to and get a little bit uh, of detail on what my relationships have looked like over the past couple years of balancing school and a very, very hectic dance schedule. So yeah, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you guys don't miss my weekly episodes. If you want to see more of me, I have my TikTok and my Instagram linked down below, so make sure to go check those out. I will talk to you guys next week.